For all of Gabriel's show dates and ticket links go to gabrielrutledge.com. Or don't. If you would like to support this podcast by subscribing for $5 a month, click the Substack link in the episode notes. You won't get any extra episodes, but Gabriel will think warm thoughts about you. And now it's time for the drive home with Gabriel Rutledge. Play the royalty-free hip-hop music. Now here's your host, Gabriel. I am not driving home, but I am on the 17th floor of the Rio Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. What can I see out my window? I see uh, the stratosphere. I see Encore. I see Wynn. I see Treasure Island. I see the Mirage. I see some dumpsters. I see Trump Tower. I never talked to anyone who said they went to Vegas and stayed at Trump Tower, but I learned from my Uber driver you can't gamble at the Trump. It's not Trump Casino. Because there was some tax thing he didn't do. Uh, so it's just a hotel. So I guess some of it is uh, condos that people live in, and some of it is just hotels, hotel rooms that uh, I assume Trump fans go to. And then my Uber driver pulled out uh, his phone while we were driving and showed me a picture of him and Trump golfing from the 80s. Uh, and then he told me uh, he used to run casinos here, vice president operations or something at different casinos here in uh, Las Vegas. He said uh, he owned four strip clubs in Florida up until recently, but then was a witness for the state in a sex trafficking charge. So he decided to move back to Las Vegas. I'm like, good Lord. For some people, Uber's a side hustle. For some people, uh, it's witness relocation. Let me have a little sip of my coffee. Mm, truly awful. Truly, truly awful. Uh, my coffee and uh, most of my food, uh, of course, this week I get to go to the employee cafeteria here at the Rio, which is nice. It's free. I, but they don't call it the cafeteria. What do they call it? Employee dining services? EDS? Not to be confused with erectile dysfunction services, which uh, as far as I know, the Rio does not offer. I asked at the front desk and they said uh, they couldn't help me. But this coffee, I mean, it's free. I could go to Starbucks here in the hotel, but it's like $7 for a black coffee. So I am enjoying this free coffee from EDS. But, I mean, you could clean paintbrushes with this shit. It is awful. But, you know, I kind of like my coffee. I like, I like my women. It's not that I want it all the time. It's that I need it all the time. You know what I mean? Mmm. But Trump Tower's got better coffee. What size coffee would you like here at Trump Tower Coffee Shop? Um, I'll take the Bigly.
Long week. Long week here uh, in Las Vegas. I mean, all weeks are seven days, but uh, comedy weeks aren't normally seven days. Uh, so this is Sunday. I go home tomorrow early. 6 a.m. flight. But yeah, my first time. My first time here at the Rio. My first time here at the Comedy Cellar. Um, I mean, there's negatives and positives, right? What do you guys want to hear first? Sometimes a comedian will say to a crowd, do you guys want dirty a dirty joke or a clean joke? And the crowd always says dirty, but they should yell back funny. Some of the negative, uh, some of the negative I've already talked about, seven days long, which means it's hard to book things on the week before, the week after. It's turned into some more time away from home uh, than I'm comfortable with. Hopefully I can fix that in the future. I suppose that's a negative. Um, what else is negative? The coffee is not great. Uh, I suppose it's not that good for my act coming here to the Comedy Cellar because it's two shows a night about, uh, depends how many, sometimes there's guest sets and stuff, but if there's not, it's like a 15-minute set. And then if other people show up, then it's like, whatever, 10 or 12. So it's not real conducive to like, you know, if I... If I do five 45-minute to an hour-long shows in a week, I ac- you know I usually end up accidentally writing something or getting a new idea or tightening things up. And uh, there's a little less of that when you're doing all these short sets. I think I – well, okay, that's not – I have one new line from this week. Um, and that line is, don't you hate it when you fart? I haven't worked it all out yet, but – I know the punchline, which is, so I just got to figure out the setup. So there's that. I mean, I'm trying to mix up my sets a little bit, but it's also, it's just, you know, there's so many of them and it's like, you just kind of like, okay, this works for, (laughs) this works for 15 minutes. I should just do this every night. You know, it's kind of, uh, I am certainly not at the place where I would be like, I'm going to try out something new in the middle of my 15 minute set. So I suppose that's a slight negative. Positives? Um, I'm at the Comedy Cellar in Las Vegas. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. You know, the crowds are great. The room is great. The The Comedy Cellar is like, I guess there's kind of two names in American comedy and I guess the world comedy. Uh, the Comedy Cellar and Comedy Store on the Comedy Cellar New York, Comedy Store Los Angeles. Those are kind of the two things. But the Comedy Cellar is like uh, – it's the cream of the crop. It's the best thing going. It's the best name. It's the best run organization. In fact, last night, someone was taping the shows with his uh, glasses, you know, those kind of glasses where you can tape shit. I didn't notice. Someone noticed. And they pulled him out of the show and made him pull up all the videos and delete them 
before they would let him leave. They don't fuck around. At the Comedy Cellar in, uh, uh, in New York City, they make you put your phone in a bag so you can't record or use it during the show. Anyway, that's a small example. But it's, uh, it's uh, you know, this wasn't on my list of things to do. It's an, it's an incredible thing that I even get to be here. The other positive, uh, the money. I, I, I brought, I think, 45 shirts. They're gone. Uh, they've been gone for two or three shows. I did, of course, how shirts always go. I'd like the last 10 shirts I had were all medium. So, you know, I would have sold a lot more. So this is a good merch club, too. Plus what they're paying me. Uh, yeah, you know, I've always been honest with you guys about money, uh, between what they pay me and merch profit, actually all profit, you know, it's, well, let me do math. You know, it'll, we're talking about a profit of four to five grand in a week. That's not my normal week, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I have eight more weeks here coming up this year, plus a couple of my other Vegas weeks, which are also very good money weeks at different clubs. I mean, you know, this is a level of financial uh, freedom and security, quite frankly, I've never had in my adult life. What's that is? I just got a notification. Um, a bunch of people stopped paying me $5 a month to listen to this podcast. Okay, that's fair. So, yeah, you know, going forward, you know, this year, I'm clearly back here a bunch of times. By the time, I mean, who knows? I don't even know how long, you, you know, there's always Vegas rumors of, like, they're going to build a stadium here and they might do this, they might do that. So I don't even know how long the guaranteed Comedy Cellar contract is here at the Rio. Uh, but assuming it's here next year again, would I do it almost every month again? I'm tempted to not, but also, like, yeah, probably. It just means I got to do less and less of the other clubs. But uh, that feels weird to say, but it's also like I got to, you know. The other clubs don't pay this. Sure, the coffee's better at the other clubs, but I got to buy it. So, you know, I've kind of said before, Vegas is turning into my cruise ship on land. And the downside of the reason, one of the reasons I've never wanted to work cruise ships is because, first of all, they're on the water. I don't know what you guys have ever done on the water. Fishing? Zipping around in a boat? I bet you never thought, let's see a comedy show. I actually hear it from my cruise ship friends. I hear the Comedy shows themselves are probably pretty fun. It just seems very isolating. It seems, uh, and it also seems like the the money you get paid enough money that once you start doing the cruise ships, you don't 
want to do the clubs anymore because why would you? They don't pay anything, and then you kind of lose track with the comedy business because you're out on the water all the time. Well, maybe that's going to happen to me a little bit with my (laughs) cruise ship on Land Vegas because um, some of these clubs I've been going to for a long time that uh, do pay me okay, maybe I got to be like, yeah, that's not... worth it anymore but we'll see you know this year all this vegas shit happened for me maybe next year it won't you know you never figure it out but if next year kind of rolls out like this year does uh i'm gonna have to uh, i'm gonna have to make some cuts i got it because i'm i can't be on the road this much (laughs) um or i will be Sad and divorced, or both. But yeah, all the shows Friday and Saturday were sold out. Uh, I think we had one other sellout, but I mean, even the, I don't think we've had less than 100. I don't even know what a sellout is. It's probably like 220 or something. The whole room's done up to be. I think it's supposed to be like the Village Underground is in New York City. It's a replica of that, I believe. And it's fun, too. A bunch of comics in the green room talking about shit that you probably don't get to talk about at your job. Uh, so it's fun. You know, it's... uh. It's pretty easy. Comedy-wise, you show up, do two 15-minute sets. I mean, not bad. I mean, I guess if something happens uh, in my career and uh, the internet shit keeps getting bigger or whatever, or if I put this special out that I haven't even taped yet and it it blows up or something and I can go to any town in America or Canada or Dubai or anyway, if there's a bunch of places I can get people to come see me, well, then maybe it's not worth work in Vegas so much because I can make that money other places and not have to be gone so much. And But that's not really the case right now. So what a weird... You know, next week I'm in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and then I'm in Wichita. So it's it's not like I only work Vegas, but it's this year. There's a lot of like Vegas and Northwest, which is a very odd. <laughs> I never thought. I mean, I assumed if I didn't leave the Northwest, I would always work a lot in the Northwest. But um, yeah, I work Las Vegas and. Uh, Tacoma, Washington is not really the career I thought I would have someday, but here we are. Next time I got to bring more merch. I got to bring more cards. A lot of people after the show asking, uh, what was your name and that kind of shit. I ran out. I didn't bring that many cards either. Uh, 
it's funny though this happens everywhere in comedy but there's a lot of you know a lot of people will be like hey what do you know hope you make it or i'm sure i'll see you on netflix or whatever and you're like i did make it that's why i'm here i don't know if all the other comedians who are on the show feel that way but it's not there are las vegas people las vegas comedians who are also on the show um but as far as like the New York and LA people who come in to do the show, it's like, you know, they've all got agents, they got managers, they're talking about pitch meetings they've been to with producers and TV shows they've taped. And they're like, I'm not, yeah. I'm like, cool. You guys ever seen Nick Mom Night Out on Nick Jr.? I was on that. You know, they're they're in a showbiz world that I am not in. So maybe maybe uh not that I, I I think they enjoy working at the comedy cellar, but maybe for them that's not the goal. It's just where it's just like another place to work. But for me for a Northwest comedian who lives in Olympia, Washington, I'm like, this is making it. This is truly beyond where I thought my comedy career was going to go. So, yeah, the this was my first time here, the ninth time I'm here this year. Obviously, I'm not going to be like, I made it. This is the greatest week of my life. But the money will help me get over it. And I'm not, I'm not like partying every night, but Vegas is the kind of town, I'm thinking about this too, just because, you know, by the end of this year, I'm going to be here so much. Uh, it just kind of wears on you a little bit. It's a lot of sound. It's a lot of lights. It's a lot of uh, noise, a lot of movement. It's a, you know, it is a slightly, it's not that I'm doing cocaine and uh, drinking eight shots a night. Um. It's just, uh, it's a lot to be around. It's a lot, even just like people in the hotel. It's like, I got on the elevator last night and there was these three drunk ladies. And uh, I think I had a, a Kraken, a Seattle Kraken hockey shirt on. And she was like, I'm from Seattle. And I was like, they're like, what are you, are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, you know, I had my little laminate artist badge on. So I'm like, yeah, I'm a comedian working here this week. She's like, I'm a financial planner. As she does, she's putting her arm around me. She's like, how financial planning is overwhelming. But if you make some real strategic invest, I'm like, what? You can't drunkenly sell me on your financial planning business. In a fucking elevator at the Rio, lady. And again, like full side hug for the entire ride. Anyway, I got a new financial planner, so. I plan on dying eventually, so that's kind of a financial plan. So yeah, there's a lot of drunk energy. There's a lot of uh, stoned 
energy. There's a lot of, uh, I mean, this whole town just smells like weed uh, as you walk around. Also, it's cold as hell this week. I mean, by Vegas standards, it's been like 40s and 50s. It actually snowed one day when I was out walking, which is very rare here. Although this, it was more like soft hail. But anyway, white shit came out of the sky. Uh, or maybe that was just floating down from the penthouse in Trump Tower. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's, uh, in many ways, this is a very relaxing week because it's like, you know, I'm not flying. I am flying, but I fly in and fly out seven days later or whatever. There's no driving. There's no back in the airport the next day. There's, you know, you wake up, you have some shitty coffee, you eat your free food, you walk around i've been doing my taxes i've been doing some video editing it's like a lot of downtime it's very relaxing but there's still that thing by day seven where you're like i gotta get the fuck out of here uh i went out after the show with um last night with uh my first girlfriend uh, she's in town running a half marathon, which I can identify with because I've walked several miles this week. So we're both athletes. But uh, yeah, we went out after the show. Not like that. Don't, you know. But uh, it was very funny because sometimes you don't, like we both went to like my church. You know, this is so many years ago. This is when I was like 17 for God's sakes. And we started talking about these choir tours we used to go on, like church choir. And I don't know, I never really thought about it at the time, but these were like grueling tours. It was like in the summer, like all like youth group kids, some from our church, some from around the country. It was like a three-week, one-show-a-night, like grueling tour. And then I didn't think about it then, but now I'm like, why? Why were we running a fucking church choir tour like we're in Aerosmith? But yeah, we were just, you know, remembering people falling apart and kids crying and (laughs) on this bus. We're on a bus tour for 21 days singing about Jesus like, uh... Like our shitty singing was going to help spread the message of the gospel or something. But uh, yeah, it is kind of funny. Like if it was my kids now, I'd be like, why are they, why do they need to do 22 choir shows in 21 days? What, why do they need to drive from Washington State to like Edmonton, Canada, and then around and back again? Very funny. I mean, a lot of those kids had never been away from home before. Not that I had been a lot, but, you know. I remember kids passing out during the, 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 the singing, during the choir shows. They would pass out because, I don't know, they were exhausted. Anyway, I don't, have, I don't have a lot to say. I don't even have any fun clips to play. I mean, the shows were all great, but it's, you know, I'm... Uh, not a lot of messing around with the audience. I've been with my wife since we were both 19 years old. Um, okay, some drugs, give a shit. Not you guys. No, that's fine. You're literally looking at a man asleep right now. I understand what's happening. 
guy I can see let up in the entire crowd. Dead asleep. It's my first week ever at the Comedy Cellar in Las Vegas. I'm not gonna bullshit you guys. Pretty big career achievement for me. This fucking guy, asleep! I'm going to leave some, uh, <laughs> my, my pants, some of my pants ripped uh, in the crotch while I was here. Maybe I was hitting that employee dining a little too hard. I don't know why. Uh, but it's funny because I'm looking at them right now. I put them in the garbage can. When, uh, when the house cleaning comes in to clean this room, if you cleaned hotel rooms for a living and you saw someone left pants in a garbage can, you are going to assume the worst. You, you were going to be like, get the tongs. Because this could be bad. Oh, another exciting thing is uh, I think my book that I wrote in 2020 titled uh, At Least the Dinosaurs Got to Die Surprised, More True Stories of a Road Comic. I think it's getting close. I think it's getting close. Uh, I think it's all laid out. We got a cover. We just need to, uh, you know, a few more proofreads from a few people just to make sure. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't love the cover. I mean, it actually looks amazing in some ways. It's, uh, you know, my, my idea for the cover was uh, it's sort of me as a dinosaur performing comedy while a uh, meteor is headed towards me. And that is what the cover is. But uh, the dinosaur is kind of scary and ugly. So my first reaction is like, well, that, I mean, can't I look like a friendly dinosaur? Can't you make me look like a little bit of a fuckable dinosaur? But then I actually asked, I showed people in the green room at, uh, here at the Comedy Cellar. I was like, opinions on this cover. A couple of people were like, yeah, I could go either way. A couple of people said they really liked it. You know. I guess wanted to show them I had projects too. <laughs> sure, you just had a meeting and uh, you're pitching your show to some network, but I'm about to self-publish another book. So we're all in this together. But the reality is I can't bear to say, because I had uh, the, the person I work with who edits my book, he found this, the artist to do the cover. And it looks amazing. It's like, like a comic book, not inside, but the cover. And uh, so it's not the kind of thing where I can just go like, I don't like it, make me another one. Because who knows how long that will take. And I just can't bear 
to wait any longer. I don't know if you've ever had a project like this in your life, creatively or not creatively, but just like eventually you don't care if it's good. You don't care what it looks like. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if people hate the book. It needs to be out. I need it done. It's the hardest thing I've ever done creatively in my fucking life. First of all, because I wrote it during 2020 when my life was falling apart and I had no desire to write it that entire year, but I just made myself do it. I brought my laptop with me when I was delivering groceries for Walmart. And so like a bunch of that book is written in my car in between deliveries in a Walmart parking lot in Lacey, Tumwater, or Olympia, the three Walmarts I delivered from. So that part was hard. I didn't want to do it then. I didn't want to edit it. I didn't want to go back and look at it. You know, I, I, uh, it's just been a long time. I wrote it in 2020. It's 2023 now. I know books take a long time. I'm just, I need it to come out, and we're getting fucking close. And I'm very excited about that. I, you know, I hope people like it. But again, like I said, I just need to say it exists. So I don't care if I'm an ugly dinosaur. There's a book inside of it. <laughs> and that's the important thing. All right. Bye.